0: welcome to fringe with benefits episode 73 stacy here your host not to toot my own horn but toot toot motherfuckers always ready for a weird story always ready to dissect a conspiracy theory and always ready to speculate on the strange and unusual we are the news now we are the pioneers of the new age and we are the force that must be reckoned with. I am here for one reason and one reason only to come to you to scramble your brain on all things anomalous, peculiar, weird, and abnormal. Stacy's socials this week, I've got some insane, I'm talking insane stories. First, something came out about Utah County attorney. If you guys have heard about this, okay, the Utah County Sheriff's Office came out last week that it's investigating reports of ritualistic child sexual abuse and trafficking that occurred in Utah County, Wab County, and San Pete County during the time between 1990 and 2010, which means it's probably still going on. They say that information is extremely limited and no one has been arrested yet, but authorities are saying that they're starting to make some headway in this case and are hoping by sharing this information, more people will come forward. In April 2021, an investigation began into ritualistic child sexual abuse and child sex trafficking happening in Utah County. A portion of those allegations were confirmed. The allegations are now being investigated by the sheriff's office in cooperation with other local and federal agencies. Sergeant Cannon said, it's typical, typically by a group of people, you know, two or more people that are involved in it. It's not just, you know, somebody's uncle or brother or sister or whatever that's involved in individual cases or incidents of abuse, but more of an organized effort. So like a child trafficking ring. He could not comment on if the organized effort was religious, but did confirm the victims first started coming forward a few months ago. Officials are saying they're pleading with the public and encouraging victims or people with knowledge of these crimes to contact the Utah County Sheriff's Office Special Victims Unit. And Sergeant Cannon also said that we've gotten to the point where we believe we've been able to verify some of the information we've been told. And it has led to believe that we are likely that there are others out there that have been victimized and may have been intimidated or threatened into silence and we want to help them. So they're asking people to come forward. They did a press release And he received two calls within minutes. And I saw another video that within a a couple days they had received over 20 calls. So what the hell does that say? Sergeant Cannon goes on to say, where those calls will lead we do not know yet, but we'll follow the information that's given to us and take it wherever it leads. ABC4 also asked asked Cannon if the public is in danger, and he said they have no specific threats, but until they find out who exactly is behind all this, they cannot say there is no danger. Now, I wanted to do a little bit more research on this, so I looked for other articles related to this. And I came up with this one. And check out this introductory, you know, typical propaganda um, journalism is what it is. Propaganda journalism. So the New Civil Rights Movement came out with an article about this. And their opening remarks are, Chaos has erupted in an election for Utah County attorney after incumbent David Levitt was forced to deny QAnon-style claims that he and his wife engaged in cannibalism and ritual sex abuse of children. Can you believe that they said that? Okay, so the Utah County attorney, his name is David Levitt. He's not the only one being accused. There are several other people, but this is also including that his wife is involved. Not only are they being accused of ritual abuse, but cannibalism and murder. Levitt told reporters that he and his wife had both been investigated for a part of this alleged abuse ring, but they have been cleared. Then he accused the Utah County Sheriff, Mike Smith, of making an announcement as a way to hurt him politically ahead of an upcoming election. He said, quote, now this is David Levitt, And if you watch the video of this guy, just look at look in his eyes and tell me what you think he said there is no organized ring of abuse it was debunked more than 10 years ago it was dismissed by someone who was not in any respect affiliated with me and it wasn't even investigated in a serious way by the sex crimes tax task force of utah county that this all occurs less than one week before ballots drop in an election in which i am participating causes me tremendous concern i'd be more concerned that you're being char- you're being accused of ritual sex abuse on children and murder and cannibalism, then I would be your election, Dick," Levitt said. "That a woman who was who said this is tragically mental ill and accused him and his wife of cannibalizing young children and murdering young children years ago in allegations that were totally unfounded." This article says. However, Sheriff Mike Smith defended his department's actions and slammed Levitt for casting aspersions on the purported victim's mental health. Mike Smith said, I take exception to any victim coming forward and being categorized as tragically mentally ill. How dare you? These are victims of crimes who have mustered the courage to come forward, and this is what you call them? Mentally ill? How dare you? End quote. So I went backwards in time a little bit to kind of do a little bit of research on this Utah County attorney, David Levitt. And guess what? In January of 2022, he decided to go to Ukraine to collect documents from his apartment. He'd planned for several contingencies in a case the city was invaded by the Russian military. Okay, so he went to collect documents from his apartment just in case the city was invaded by the Russian military. He had extra cash in case the internet went down and the ATM didn't work. He also had rented a car, deciding it was safest not to rely on public transportation in case it stopped running. But something unexpected happened that halted what was supposed to be a quick trip to Ukraine to gather a few items. Levit is stuck in Amsterdam after he tested positive for COVID-19. They go on to say that this is the second time he's been ill with covid Levitt, who, caught in, who taught in Ukraine with the American Bar Association for more than a decade, has owned an apartment in Kiev for several years. With news of a threat of a Russian invasion, Levitt said in an interview that he booked the hasty trip to Ukraine to get paperwork proving ownership of his apartment and to collect personal effects. Sounds like he's covering his ass, The county attorney said he decided to go to Ukraine after seeing news that the American embassy was evacuating families and personnel and that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints had moved its missionaries out of the country. He expedited a previously planned trip because he felt he had a window of time where he could go with his sons to collect what they needed from his apartment. The U.S. embassy issued an alert urging Americans to leave Ukraine as soon as possible, saying, quote, The security situation in Ukraine continues to be unpredictable due to the increased threat of Russian military action. Levitt first left Utah earlier in the week and flew back out of Ukraine on um, a few days later and received a positive COVID test the next day while in Amsterdam en route back to SLC. He's now quarantining in Amsterdam and he wasn't sure how long he would be required to stay there. This is his quote. Okay what a scumbag he said thankfully they have a bathrobe because i literally went with the clothes on my back and now my clothes are drip drying from my hotel room sink quote. so he was in such a hurry to get to his apartment to recover whatever documents or other personal effects that he didn't even pack himself an overnight bag isn't that suspicious goes on to say that during his years teaching in ukraine he was instructed he instructed law students about the principles of american jury trials the county attorney said that it was the ukrainian law students confusion over how plea deals would work in the u.s that made him realize the shortcomings of the criminal justice system he is now outspoken about that and he wants reform this is the closing quote by him so much of what I do in the United States as a Utah County attorney is directly tied to the years in Ukraine. I'm sad about it because I not only love the Ukrainian people, I have worked hard to help their legal system. End quote. Weird, right? So keep an eye on that one. More weird news for you. Gabriel Gabrielle, Gabrielle, not Gabrielle, Gabrielle, McKenna Leish from Adelaide, Australia was pumping iron... When a 50-kilogram weight caused his bicep to tear clean off of his elbow, leaving him in excruciating pain. But guess what happens to the civil engineering student? After surgery to reattach his bicep, his arm began to swell, reaching three times its normal size, and he was rushed back to the hospital. This is where his decline was dramatic. Before he knew it, he was placed into an induced coma, and he was fighting for his life. In November of 2020, he came back around from his coma. But when he did, he had to realize that he basically had his arm chopped off. They had to amputate his arm because he had a deadly flesh-eating bug, necroticizing fasciitis. He said, there's a question about where the necroticizing fasciitis actually came from. Nothing's been settled with it yet. But basically, three days after the surgery, I was sitting around and my arm swelled up. And he says he thinks he got it in the hospital. He thought he was definitely going to die. And now he's he's feeling pretty good. Um, He's starting to recover. He's very grateful he has another chance at life. And he's going to go to the Paralympics. So not only did they amputate a section of his arm, but he had had to have skin removed from his entire, like part of his chest and his entire rest of his other arm. And... He basically said that when he looked in the mirror, he was like, oh shit. (laughs) And he was in such a haze from all the drugs that he wasn't able to comprehend what was going on. He has set up a GoFundMe to support his new dream to enter the Paralympics in two years where he wants to race in the cycling team, but he's going to need some fancy prosthetics and he's going to need some fancy equipment. So go to his GoFundMe. It's in the article linked below. Next is this chick, okay, Steph Maddow from Connecticut. She had to announce her early retirement after she was hospitalized due to this diet she was following. Because, guess what, she was a self-proclaimed fartrepreneur. She was living off of a high-fiber diet and beans and eggs, and it actually caused her chest pains and excess gas. She was selling her farts in a jar for a thousand bucks a pop. Obviously, she made a full recovery, but now she's selling her boob sweat. So this chick just can't just go get a regular job. She's got to sell parts of her body or, you know, the, the waste that is coming out of her body. I'm wondering if she's just pooped in a jar yet and sold that for 500 bucks. So now she's spending up to four hours a day lounging by her garden pool to get the desired perspiration levels. And she says she can fill up to 10 bottles of sweat jars in one day, and they're sold at 500 bucks a pop. She says, I love sitting by the pool, but it's also hard work. Don't be fooled. I also have a great set of breasts, and smelling the sweat, licking the sweat, would bring fans as close as they can get to them. I'd like to call myself the human maple tree and the boob sweat, my sap. I sit there and collect my sap the same way a maple tree does. She says <laughs> she's taking precautions to protect herself. I'm also trying to practice this craft as safely as possible with the proper SPF moisturizer. However, after this past week, I have learned that a simple SPF 30 won't be cutting it, since I did burn my chest quite badly. With boob sweep, I want to do things right. I want to be smart, start off slow, and have sustainable growth that doesn't overwhelm my body. <laughs> Fartrepreneur is now boob (laughs) sweatpreneur. Okay, next, (laughs) it's a little bit more serious, not not as funny, but still kind of scary. Researchers at Georgia State University has released a breakdown of their hamster experiments, which is a big deal. Their statement reads, the research of gene-edited hamsters for studies of social neuroscience has found that the biology behind social behavior may be more complex than previously thought. Researchers were led by professor of neuroscience H. Elliot Albers. He's a, a, hypothesized that by altering a certain pathway in a hamster's brain called vasopressin, the hamster's behavior could change for the better. But they were wrong. According to Dr. Albers, vasopressin and the receptor that works with regulates social interactions. He said, we anticipated that if we eliminated vasopressin activity, we would reduce both aggression and social communication, but the opposites happened. The study was published in the Proceedings of National Academy of Sciences, found that if the AVPR1A receptor was knocked out, eliminating vasopressin from impacting on the receptor, the hamsters would be reacting in unsuspected or unexpected ways. The hamsters without this receptor showed higher levels of social communication. It also broke down typical sex differences between male and female hamsters. In other words, the hamsters became more aggressive to each other regardless of sex. Dr. Albert said, This suggests a startling conclusion that even though we know that vasopressin increases social behaviors by acting within a number of brain regions, it is possible that the more global effects of the AVPR1A receptor are inhibitory. He also said, we don't understand this system as well as we thought we did. The counterintuitive findings tell us we need to start thinking about the actions of these receptors across entire circuits of the brain and not just in specific brain regions. They have far more noble reasons to engage in these types of studies, they say. So there's their little um, moral justification. But I'm not so sure that those are legit. He said, it's important to understand the neurocircuitry involved in human social behavior, and our model has translational relevance for human health. Well, of course, absolutely. Absolutely. He's also said understanding the role of vasopressin in behavior is necessary to help identify potential new and more effective treatment strategies for a diverse group of neuropsychiatric disorders ranging from autism to depression. So when they inhibit this receptor, it causes extreme aggression. Now, we've seen lots of science fiction movies in which... Something goes wrong with a group of humans and they become ultra aggressive. And what are those movies? Hmm. Think about it. Think about it. Next is a TikToker who says they're year f- from the year 2236. He is warning about a number of upcoming events to look out for this year. He said, many people still don't believe me. I am a real time traveler from the year 2236 and I have come to this date and time to warn you about upcoming events. First they claim that they're going to have our first, that we will have our first real alien contact with an outer space species called Azarx. 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 Yeah. A-Z-A-R-X. I don't know where Azarx came from, but Azarx. That they are going to touch down on the south side of alaska on the 7th of july a hacker by the name of stack will supposedly delete over 36.7 million tiktok accounts due to their strong beliefs against social media that's going to happen on the 13th of august and then last but not least they say on october 12th there will be a deadly meteor named the draconids which will hit europe causing many casualties of course people think that he's full of shit and that it's just a hoax And also people have claimed that when the dates actually come up and what he has predicted doesn't happen, that he will delete the previous post. But who knows? There's been lots of TikToker time travelers, but you never know. So I thought that I would add that. Next is a Russian official comes forth about truth regarding big pharma engineered bioweapons. I think this is something we need to keep our eye on for sure. Nikolai Petrusha... Patrushev, secretary of the security council of the Russian Federation, said in a recent interview that Western pharmaceutical companies are behind the spread of many dangerous diseases, including the Wuhan coronavirus. He explained that the so-called virus was made in the in Pentagon laboratories with the assistance of a number of major big pharma companies. He also linked the Clintons, the Rockefellers, the Soros, and the Biden crime family. He said, instead of caring for the health of mankind, Washington spends billions on the study of new pathogens. In addition, Western medicine is increasingly practicing genetic engineering, synthetic biology methods, thereby thereby blurring the line between artificial and natural. He also went on to say that the West continues to demonize their country. He explained that the Western agenda has not changed for centuries and the Western powers continue to dictate their terms to the world boorishly trampling on the sovereign rights of states. Covering their actions with words about the struggle for human rights, freedom, and democracy, they are actually implementing the doctrine of the golden billion, which suggests that a limited number of people can flourish in this world. The destiny of the rest, as they believe, is to bend their backs in the name of their goal. He said that in order to increase the wealth and welfare of magistrates in London and on Wall Street, the U.S. and the U.K., are controlled by the big capital, and are intentionally demolishing the global economy. They are doing this by depriving the poorest and most reliant countries in the world of necessities such as grain, fertilizer, and energy, all while blaming Russia for their own evil deeds. He said, by their actions, they are provoking unemployment and migration catastrophe in Europe. Un- uninterested in the prosperity of European states, they are doing everything to make them disappear from the pedestal of economically developed countries and for unconditional control over this region, the Europeans were put on a chair with two legs called NATO and the EU, disdainfully watching how they balance." The author says that Russia may have no choice but to take on the entirety of NATO, NATO, which could potentially become World War III, which I think we're already in World War III with this bio-weapon war we're in. The author also goes on to say that the West has its only itself to blame for this, Russia's special operation in Ukraine, which seeks to root out the Big Pharma Pentagon military-industrial complex stranglehold on Ukraine, is not being received well by countries like the U.S., the U.K., Poland, and Germany. Petrushev said all the goals set by the president of Russia will be fulfilled. It cannot be otherwise, since truth, including historical truth, is on our side. Not for nothing that General Skopolev once said that our only country can afford such a luxury as to fight out of a sense of compassion. Compassion, justice, dignity are all powerful unifying ideas that we have always put and will put at the forefront, end quote. Last actually stemmed from a TikTok that I saw, which was fascinating. So I went and found the article that the guy was referring to. And this actually was put out in July of 2021. And it's reporting about an event that happened January 15th in 2013 that Vladimir Putin inaugurated a new archive where Tartaria maps are made available to the public. This means he has released the evidence that Tartaria actually existed. If you don't know what Tartaria is, allow me to elaborate. In the current official Russian history taught in schools, was created during the 18th century and was written in accordance with the biblical Jewish concept of history and a custom of the Romanovs. By transitioning from the original calendar to the Julian calendar, the history of this realm has been shortened by more than five and a half thousand years. The Russian Federation is therefore working on a completely new concept of education and history books that have created for this majority Slavic country for the last 20 years for completely selfless reasons of Western educational institutions and nonprofit organizations. For a long time, there was a huge state formation on Earth, which was decomposed on several continents. Millions of its inhabitants created a self-sustained culture based on the spiritual and moral qualities of man, respect for ancestors and justice, Respect for family and love for the homeland. This country is displayed on many old maps and is spoken about in encyclopedias. Great Tartarians originally inhabited the Tartarians. They were tall, red haired, white skinned people with blue, green, or gray eyes. Slav Aryans and Russians. Friendly and kind in times of peace. Brave and merciless in battles. Righteous and compassionate in the days of victory and steadfast in adversity. They fought for the most sacred thing, for their rod, their homeland, and their moral purity and faith of their ancestors. This made them almost invincible. The Encyclopedia Britannica, the first edition, from 1771 on page 887, tells us, quote, From the Urals to Alaska, from New Earth to Tibet, Tataria was a great country in northern Asia, bounded by Siberia in the north and called Great Tataria in the west. Tartarians living south of Muscovia and Siberia were called Astrakhan's Turkes. Dagestanians lived northwest of the Caspian Sea. Kalmy Tartars named those who inhabited the territory between Siberia and the Caspian Sea. Uzbek Tartarians and Magul- Ma- Magulas inhabited the land north of Persia and India. And finally, Tibetan Tartarians, they lived northwest of China. The natural boundaries of the realm that we know as Tartaria that occupied the most of the entire northern hemisphere in ancient times were ocean shores. Three of them, ice, silent, and atlantic, were actually inland, actually its inland waters. All of this was true until the 18th century. Suddenly, Tartaria disappeared. The world's largest empire on the map from the Encyclopedia Britannica from the year 1771 was displayed on the threshold of the New Ages. Why didn't this great empire leave few less important states behind, as usually in the case of a breakdown of other empires? And where did millions of its inhabitants go? Why can't we find no mention of this amazing territorial hole in history books? Tartaria suddenly disappeared from maps, books, and memories. It also disappeared from other editions of Encyclopedia Britannica. Huge mystery. Accountability segments, man, our accountability segment has been shrinking. Does that mean I'm getting better at my podcast host job? Or maybe, just maybe, I'm making less mistakes in my life? Well, now that I'm about halfway through life, maybe I'm getting things right for once. Just kidding. I still feel like a child, unknowing. Speaking of, why is our lifespan so short? Is it true that time is just a concept? A part of our very own programming? What if it's true that we could live for hundreds if not thousands of years, but because our societal programming tells us that our lifespan is only 80 to 100 years, if we're lucky? I do believe that our beliefs dictate our reality, our lives, and even our health. And I'm sure I'll get some pushback. For example, how could a child of 3 to 4 develop leukemia? They wouldn't have been thinking sick. Well, to this i would say that we are subject to external poisons that can cause illness even generationally but the placebo effect is real and we can think ourselves sick and we can think ourselves healthy but it doesn't mean we can't poison ourselves and not feed ourselves whole and clean foods that would make us sick either we know so very little that nothing is out of bounds really Follow me on all the socials. The Telegram link to the invite to my channel down there is below. And Patreon, if you want to go over there, not really doing much over there, <laughs> but that's okay. Maybe in the future, visit Inward Survival, go check that out. And Twitter, at Stacey Fringe, need some followers. There's also a link for some badass threads, for some badass truthers, at Forbidden Clothes use the promo code fringe or just follow the link below. And real quick while we're here, let's dip into our mailbag. Uh, send me your mail fringe with benefits at protonmail.com. This week I just want to share with you on a Reddit thread in the Bigfoot Reddit thread. There was this interesting video. It's of course it's I think I said it's linked below. <laughs> In Australia, a yaoi, it shows the aftermath, and it's a wild hog ripped in half, and there's these big footprints. Now, of course, the video is a little grainy. It must have been taken on a really archaic cell phone, but it's impressive. You, you get see a lot of the remarks below saying that, you know, there's no blood. This doesn't seem very likely. It looks fake. Well, you're always going to have those naysayers, but I think that you guys should seriously look at this. I don't know. You let me know what you think three now okay uh welcome back to fringe with benefits we've got james power with us and he's got some crazy stories and thank you so much for coming on james
1: Ah, oh, thanks for having me
0: so okay I put a, I put a post out there for all my friends in the interwebs to, you know, if they wanted to come on the show and James like really got my attention. Cause he's like, I've got ghost stories. I've got UFO stories. I've got, um, nine eleven um, theories about what the hell happened over there. Oh,
1: no, no theory, no theory involved. <laughs> oh,
0: good. Good. I like it. Um, also you're like heading up on your like 120th friction fire now. What are, where are you
1: oh at? no i i was gonna do my 113th right before the show here but i figured oh no the smoke might get in the you know my kid the fireplace is right here uh-huh. and i was but, but so i'll do it after i right after we're done i'll do it just to cook something up
0: <laughs> awesome so you're getting really good at that
1: oh yeah yeah i get it like within a minute no problem
0: that's amazing
1: yeah it's pretty cool
0: so you've been into Naked and Afraid for a while, huh? You're big fan of the show?
1: Oh yeah, since it first started.
0: Really? Now
1: yeah, now I get some sort of thing, I think it's msshows.se mm-hmm. and they just run constantly 24/7. And uh you know, I can only get it on a computer, I can't get it on a phone. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's it's really cool. And they have Dual Survival and uh Dirty Rotten Survival and geez all the survival shows oh doomsday preppers awesome yeah yeah it's really good i love it
0: i love that show so okay let's start with the supernatural stuff like tell us what kind of ghost encounters have you had because i'm dying to hear
1: (laughs) okay i had uh well two of them really my whole life is the first time was when i was like six years old i remember i was like first grade and. I, my, my my aunt lived in this house in uh, New Bedford, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. um, where Moby Dick and all that stuff. Um, so anyways, um, I hated the house. I always, always just, it just skeeved me out. I just couldn't cope with it. Like, oh, I just hated going there. I always hated going to the bathroom by myself or walking up the stairs. I just always felt like something was on me. And uh, I always felt like knives were going to come out of the kitchen drawer and start coming at me you know? like shit. Oh, uh, I mean I just felt it. And um so one time and my dad always said the place was haunted because he he uh he lived there with my aunt and her kids and uh, my my cousin my, my my cousin like every night once in a night he used to get up screaming for some reason. We never found out why and he he never remembered any reason, you know. And uh well anyways, one time we were there on Thanksgiving and we end up sleeping over me and my brother and my father mm-hmm. and and so we were sleeping on the floor in front of in front of this you know radiator or whatever and uh and okay we're passed out my father wakes us up in the middle of the night me and my brother and sure enough coming from the front hallway two two clouds that were off the ground and one was right in back of the other and they just went right through right past us too white they were white clouds and just walk, went right past us and into the dining room and i don't know i didn't see anything after that but oh i peed my pants yeah, <laughs> my pants. yeah, yeah. My pants. Um,
0: that's scary so they were just like floating like how far above the ground
1: yeah maybe about uh I think about uh a foot maybe two yeah about a foot or something like that yeah that's bizarre and that was, like I say, years ago. But I remember it so bad. And the funny thing about it is, my brother doesn't remember it. Really? Yeah. My father remembers. My brother doesn't. I think he just kind of didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: uh, what? Um, h- what's his stance on ghosts now? Does he? Does he believe or does he write it oh, off?
1: I, I don't even talk to him anymore because of uh, Trump and all this stuff. He's a total lefty. Oh and- yeah. He took me off yeah he won't even talk to me
0: (laughs) oh geez i've got a few friends like that too they're you know they tell me i'm brainwashed but give me a break
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it's really sad yeah but and then the second time i saw him was not too long ago actually it was maybe four or five years something like that and i was on the way again in new bedford i was on the highway Going to my my friend's uh, package store in uh, Fairhaven, which is right across. Anyways, I'm going down the highway ninety one ninety five, and and in the middle of the highway was a woman standing there, all in white, just a woman in the middle of the, you know, between both sides, whatever, uh-huh. standing, just standing there. And uh, and I says to my 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 wife, I says, Marianne, look, 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 and she looked, she didn't see it. I was what you didn't see that I'm like come on, um. And the funny thing about it is, like, if you where where I saw that, if you draw a straight line across the highway and down to the you know the houses and stuff, my aunt's house was like right there. So I'm thinking of, like I'm thinking of, like meridian lines, you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Something like you know, and nothing that was just that weird. You know, it was just weird. And uh, yeah, that's the only real ghost things I saw. And i seen oh my god i look just oh about less than a month ago
0: mm-hmm. so
1: I, I came out outside to get it just to see what the weather was like on uh it was at night and a huge fireball huge fireball come right down the sky it was crazy and i looked all of the news nobody else saw it um but that's the last thing. I I don't know. Those are just the strangest things I saw.
0: That's crazy. Do you, have you? Do you follow Mister MB three 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 on YouTube?
1: No, no, I don't know what that oh, is. Oh, you got
0: to check him out. He does. You know, he does like twenty four hour um, surveillance of the the skies and what's going on with the sun and all kinds of crazy shit, earthquakes, and people send in videos and pictures of there being like a second sun in the sky or like planet x oh yeah yeah
1: yeah i've, I've seen that before I, I i haven't seen it personally but i've seen pictures
0: yeah of two
1: suns oh yeah i think i think that's real yeah it's like i think the earth is flat too well you know um and how i know that is because i asked one of the surveyors one time that were in my neighborhood here uh-huh. i and i says you know you've been how many years you've been doing this she says, oh, i've been doing it 15 years as by any chance you gotta tell me the truth is the earth round he says no <laughs> <laughs> this is a surveyor you know this you know so yeah I that says like, a lot yeah and and yeah it's just it's such bold i don't know <laughs>
0: that's so fascinating that's one of the things that really fascinates me is that yeah. that theory and and how how much we've been lied to and like what do what do we even know is true like holy shit yeah wild
1: that's what i'm saying even going to space that's all lies that's it's, you can't i mean there's there was a great video i don't know if you could still find it on youtube but this amateur rocket guy this amateur that whatever does rockets and he put a camera on the on the back of the rocket
0: mm-hmm.
1: sure enough he gets going and you can see the earth you know as it's going away uh, you know, the ground as it's going away. And when it gets so far, it just stops. It gets stuck in something. Whoa. And that's it. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs>
0: so it you didn't, know? did it fall back down? Did no. Have-
1: no, 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 no. It just the stopped. Hell? Yeah. You can, I don't know if you can find it. Like I say, I used to find all kinds of things years ago. I, I don't go on. Oh, the only thing I look at now is like Dave Canterbury, you know, survival things.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, at least you're going to be prepared when the whole shit house goes up in flames. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's what everybody says, says to me. All my friends, you know, the few friends I have, they're like, "Oh yeah, I know where to go." And he said, "No, you don't come here. I don't want." To. <laughs> I love you know, it. Unless you, unless you can fire a gun, then I'll I'll deal with you. <laughs>
0: Speaking of, uh, you know. well, okay, fireballs, you said that you've, you've ran into some UFOs or seen some weird shit. Is the fireball oh, the only thing or what else you got?
1: No, 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 no. One time I'm out here in the middle of the, uh, in the, my driveway here, the, where my trash barrels. And, well, I was digging a hole to get rid of some, uh, to get rid of uh, cement that I broke up and everything. So I'm digging a hole anyway. So I'm, I'm relaxing all this, you know, I just, I'm sitting there with the shovel and I'm just looking up the sky and I see these two birds just circling, you know, just circling. And I didn't think anything of them. Then all of a sudden I see a little bit further than them. Um, this weird, like it looked like the bat plane, the, you know, on the movie, the Batman, Batman yeah. or whatever. And it looked like one of those things, except it didn't have a nose. The nose kind of, and I sat there and I drew a picture of it. And uh, and, all, and it, it didn't make any noise. All, all I could see was uh, the heat waves in the back of it. Wow. And so that was the first thing I saw. And uh, yeah, and it... Uh-oh. Are you there? I'm right. Me? Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, there you are. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You were talking about how... Um... How you could see the waves from ex- exhaust or something? W- what happened after yeah. that?
1: Yeah, the the exhaust. That's what I'm saying. And, and but like the like I say, the nose, the nose of it, it went in. It didn't go point out. You know, yeah. it was kind of it's exactly like one of those um, uh, the stealth bombers. Mm-hmm. Except it didn't have a nose. It, it went in like ash cheeks or something went in. You know.
0: Weird. And you said and it was then, black.
1: <clears throat> totally black. <clears throat> Couldn't see anything, just blackness. And then, and, and it even it kind of looked like a bird at first. That's why I didn't think anything because it had a tail like a bird, had the wings kind of like a bird. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but I, you could tell it wasn't a bird. And um yeah, so that's the first thing I saw. And then I can't remember when, a little while later, I saw a Nazi, like it's an, an experimental Nazi plane cause I looked it up and that's how I know.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm like, what the hell? And it was loud as hell. Oh my God. It was so loud. And we're right by my house going, uh, going East to South. And, um, and what it is, is you have the nose of the plane and the drivers right there. And in back of the driver is where the propeller was. Whoa. And then you had the rest of the fuselage and the wings in back of there. And it was just, I drew a picture of that too. Cause I'm always, I'm always writing and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, you know, writing songs. And, and, um, yeah. So that's the the next thing I saw. And then what else do I see? Um, Oh, I, th- I think is that it? I think that's it. Yeah. No, that those are the only things I saw. Yeah. The fireball, the, the Nazi plane. Oh, oh no. We saw a, a UFO one time and I was with a bunch of people. We were in, um, uh, the Catskills in, in uh, New York. Mm-hmm. And and one of my friends, we were in a hotel room and we're looking at the mountains or whatever. And my friend says, am I the only one seeing that? And sure enough, we all, we're all all looking. And sure enough, there's a ball on, the, like on top of the mountain and it's moving around a little bit. But it's just the steady light. Then all of a sudden it would go away. And then a little while later, it would come back again. And it mm-hmm. would just sit there, you know, and... It, and, and sure enough to come to find out i looked it up and everything and that's a well-known you know the cat's Hills, a lot of sightings up there
0: yeah i've heard about it yeah
1: yeah i took a picture of it but it didn't come out too well all you could see was just a little dot yeah you know
0: and what yeah. did what was everybody else's reaction they were just in awe
1: oh yeah 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 absolutely There was like freaking, i think there was like 10 people in the room <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's rad yeah,
1: yeah, we were having an after party or whatever. But yeah, those of you, oh, let me see. I, I got something else. No, that was it. Oh, no. And then the last thing, no, it wasn't the last thing, but last year we were, I was in a tent in Connecticut. I was sleeping in the, in the middle of the field in Connecticut. In the middle of the night, I, I, no, I don't know, I woke up and the whole tent was just lit up, just lit right up. And I didn't wake my wife up or nothing because I know mm-hmm. she would have been skid as hell so i didn't bother her and i i didn't even try getting out of my bag because it took me so long to get in my bag so i just (laughs) said hey i just said they want to take me they can take me i don't care and i don't know but yeah i mean i was just weird because there was no noise or anything and we're in the middle of nowhere yeah you know know, so that's spooky yeah so those are the strangest things i uh the strangest things i think ever encountered i think and, uh, and then, then, of course, you get the chemtrails. Uh, that's, uh, oh, how I, oh, yeah. So that's the chemtrails. That's another thing that, you know, they're constantly spraying over here, constantly,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. every
1: day. And I found, how I found out what, what they're really spraying is years ago, I used to have, I, I still have my shortwave, but shortwave radio, I was listening to a show and this guy came on. And he he said he was spraying it for years. He was doing it for years, mm. and like I forget how many years he said. And he said the second he found out what they what they were doing, he stopped doing it. He quit. And uh, what he said they were spraying was soybean oil. Whoa, soybean oil. Think about think about what soybean oil does. Okay. Well, beyond all doctors say you know men shouldn't do it at all, and yeah. women. It, and women shouldn't, you know, shouldn't do it because it makes them loopy, and makes guys like that, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and then also think about what it does to, and how I know it, it definitely is soybean oil. I put a bowl of water one time on my porch, my front porch, and they were spraying heavily that day. And of course, by the end of the day, no, the next day I woke up and in the bowl on, on top of the water, I stick my finger in. it's all oil. <sighs> all it's just a layer of oil so they're doing they're killing a whole bunch of birds with one stone you know
0: Mm -hmm. yeah killing
1: everything yeah and yeah so that's and it's cheap the guy was saying the reason why they use it is because it's cheap 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 and now you hear old tests they test stuff and they say oh yeah there's barium and aluminum and all Mm -hmm. this stuff no it's soybean oil and and that's what's in pollution all those all that stuff is in pollution you
0: know, great point, man. That's the first time I've ever heard of the soybean oil thing. But yeah, that's a great point about the other the metallics that maybe yeah. that is from pollution.
1: Yeah. So I mean, that's just uh, crazy stuff. And this, I don't know. I try. I went down one time to city hall. They kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> kicked me out because I had all the proof. I had all the, you know. Because now they even come out and say that. they're Oh, I think just this week an article came out from Spain. Mm-hmm. saying how you know spain admitted that they're doing this you know but i've been telling people for years now i are out of your mind I'm Like, okay yeah. whatever. You know? yeah
0: they don't you know, people are just like <laughs> they're they're out of their mind
1: <laughs> that's what i'd say
0: yeah absolutely so okay the whole nine eleven <laughs> thing you know i feel like it was definitely something that was planned it was strategic oh, yeah. Uh, like all this other false flagship, but this was the real big one. And I didn't, I didn't come to that conclusion until, you know, decades later. But uh, what's your theory on what went down?
1: Well, no theory now. <laughs> okay. No theory. What's the truth? Because my job years ago, I was in the Coast Guard years ago, back in eighty, eighty, eighty 80 to 84, I was in the Coast Guard. <laughs> and uh, my job at one point was to look for bombs. I used to have to have a beeper you know and i used to have to look for bombs in manhattan if they ever got a call mm-hmm. which i think i got like two calls the whole time i worked i worked there and uh yeah two or three i can't remember but the last uh, and and we'd have to go in the basements and we'd have to go it was just me, just being another kid you mm-hmm. know <laughs> and we went to the basements and we went to the the roof and well, you know, we did it for like two, three days, I think two days or something like that, constantly. And I came back to the office and we could see the World Trade Centers from there. And this was in 81. We could see, you know, right from my office, you could see the World Trade Centers. And- um and I said to my boss, uh, uh, SK1 Hooker, I'll never forget his name. And uh, I asked him, you know, we looked in all these damn buildings. Everywhere. How come we didn't look up those two big things there? That's going to take over the whole city, you know, if there was that fall. He says, oh, we're not worried about that. We got that all lined up with, bond. it's going to come down on itself. <gasps> this was back in 81, you know? So
0: what, was, uh, what did you call him? You called him SK what?
1: Yeah, SK1 Hooker. He was a, a storekeeper first class. His last name was Hooker.
0: Wow. Do you care if okay. I name the episode SK1 Hooker? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Go ahead. I think that's the best one yet. I've been writing down all kinds of stuff you say. Usually I'll write down something awesome that the guest says, and that's what I name it after. <laughs> <laughs> So I interviewed Gary, and he said uh, they just steal from Jeff. He's talking about Jeff Bezos. So one of the article or the the episode was steal from Jeff. <laughs>
1: this, does this come because I don't get video from you? I, I just get this
0: on. Uh, geez, I don't
1: even know how I get it. Google or something like that. I get your 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 yeah. shows. Up. Yeah.
0: I do I have the videos and i I hold on to them, but I don't actually put them on anything, so I just take the audio and I put it into the show uh, yeah
1: yeah i've I'd love, been I'd love but if you
0: show. if you want a copy of the video, I can email it to you.
1: no, no, I'm fine
0: all right
1: i'm fine i I look at myself enough in the mirror every morning
0: <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so what about the whole concept of have you heard of that the doctor um shit i can't think of her name right offhand but she's been shouting from the rooftops that they used a a energy directed weapon to completely turn the the twin towers to dust have you heard about that
1: i don't know i know i did see videos years ago that like it wasn't even a plane apparently they weren't Mm -hmm. planes yeah it was like um like a ball I I mean I've seen videos where there's no plane and it's just like a ball of light or something. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know. So it's but I, like. De-
0: <clears throat> Go ahead.
1: I definitely know that it was lined up to come down on itself because I mean, why would my you know why did my boss say that a long time ago? You know, you know why would he say that? I'm like, okay, you know. So I, I didn't think anything of it until like my my girl calls me up. You know she said oh you see what's on the television i turn it on and i'm like man that was that's all done they're doing this on you know she's like you're yeah, out of your mind i'm like okay i told you years ago and then that's when i told her because i never mentioned that that somebody said you know that my mm-hmm. boss told me that there was no reason to i didn't think anything of it until right. that you know and i told her I get on the phone talking to her bosses and they're like you're yeah, out of your mind <laughs> like, you yeah. know okay whatever whatever
0: and what about that um that two tri- was it two trillion dollars that went missing out of the Pentagon
1: Oh oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah in the basement or something, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yep, yep, oh, come on, that wasn't set up, oh yeah. my goodness,
0: and then there was no plane there either, but there you know there's no yeah. plane <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it's crazy it's oh my god anyways
0: yeah, it's nuts. yeah. so okay, talking about like weird conspiracy stuff. What do you think about this nanotech technology that they've they've got going on, like uh, the graphene oxide, the gelons stuff, the mm-hmm. black goo?
1: I, <laughs> oh well, I don't know. I I just know like uh, geez, what, my aunt, my cousin, my cousin and um, she, she and she got the shot, you know. Boom, boom. Mm-hmm. um, she's in the hospital. She, not in the hospital, a nursing home, and she's my age. In the nurse's home. She's she can't talk, she can't she can't walk, she can't she's shaking, she just all screwed up. She got every symptom there is for, with those shots, you know. She got every symptom. And a, f- a good friend of mine just died, 40, 40 something years old. He just died, healthy as a horse. He he called me up. The first shot he called me up. Because he, oh, he called me up. He says, Oh yeah, I got my shot. I'm like, Oh, you got 10 years. This is and he got his second shot in January. By February, he was dead.
0: Holy hell.
1: Yeah. And he was a healthy, healthy kid, you know? Um, Yeah. And around here, there, where I live, these people are all freaks. Yeah, they're, I mean, really bad. I mean, they're run- when all this, you know, when they lock locked down and all that stuff, you had people running around the streets jogging in the hazmat suits. What? Full hazmat suits. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Full hazmat suits. Boggles Man. your mind? Well, what do you think they're going to do when something really happens?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, and they're still walking around with masks on and stuff around here where I
0: am. Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah. Do yeah. you think that they're going to do an alien invasion, false flag, where they're going to stage an, an alien invasion?
1: Yeah. I, I, I have a funny feeling. Yeah. It's all a big be make believe, unless they're coming from the furthest part of the planet, you know? Yeah. Uh, not the planet because it's not a planet. planet i i don't believe it i think it's a flat you
0: know yeah that was kind of I what think. i wanted to ask you is like what do you think that the ufos are if you don't think there's space do you think uh they're coming from inside the earth or some other dimension i mean
1: well if they are like i say you were saying earlier the two suns now if they're which i've seen pictures mm-hmm. of the two suns, so that means you know the sun revolves around us you know, it revolves, and then you probably have another one on the outers, the outer parts. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you got Antarctica, but you know, because the, the earth is like, uh the earth is like just like the United Nations flag.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know? I've seen the that, United,
0: yeah.
1: United Nations symbol. So yeah. that's, why can't you go to Antarctica? You know, you, you, it's against the law to even go to Antarctica.
0: Yeah. You know? And yeah.
1: uh why is that, you know? And then you have the Nazis apparently they were going down there and mm-hmm. then you have who is the the, the Admiral Admiral, Admiral Bird. Bird? yeah 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 he yes yeah, I read a lot of his stuff and he's totally saying there's something you know and in the, the 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 warships they got freaking uh they got like uh shot upon and uh-huh. everything that by something that you know, they didn't know what it was. Yeah, know?
0: shit was flying out of the ocean and attacking yeah. them. Yeah. 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 It's bizarre.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I read all that stuff. And, uh, I mean, that's what I, that's what I believe anyway. Nobody can prove me wrong. <laughs>
0: you know? No, they can't. All they can do is just talk shit and the, <laughs> they don't have anything. They, nobody. No, should. no. Yeah.
1: No, that's like uh proof to even go up in space. Nobody, you know, come on. That's, mm-hmm. Even when I, I got kicked out of class when I was a kid because of uh, questioning uh, the, the reality of it all, you know, um, I was in like second or third grade, I can't remember, and they brought the television in and everything, and I was, I forgot what I saw, I can't even remember, it's been so long, but they had my mother come pick me up off, off school, uh, me and my other friend, because we were both questioning stuff, you know, Yeah. and uh, we were... You know, that's, that's an impossible, you know, as a little kid, <laughs>
0: I, I, knew I had common sense even then. I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of intuitive uh, gift you have because, I mean, you've been able to experience the the ghostly presence. You saw that woman in white on the highway and your wife or your girlfriend didn't see it. So maybe, yeah. maybe... Oh, I-
1: I think so because one time when I first moved into this neighborhood I went down there's an old cemetery where Lovecraft is huh. buried. Neat. Uh, yeah, uh Jewish uh, anyways it was a, it's all Jewish people that are buried there. Yeah. And I I took one step in there I felt the creeps like so bad and I used to live right I used to live right next to where Lizzie Borden was buried. I lived right next to where she was buried for years. Um and I used to walk in there all the time. I never felt anything. And when I went to this thing, oh my god, I felt like something was like on me, kind of. I did not even like giving me pressure. And I was like, man, I got to get out of here. I can't be
0: here. <laughs> you know?
1: Wow. Well, I'll never That's... go in there. Yeah.
0: What's do you know the name of it? The
1: the Seven uh, Swan Swan Cemetery, I think Swan
0: Swan think something
1: Swan Cemetery Swan. I I can't remember. It's not too far. It's right next to. It's down the street from my house here, but I went in there one time. I'll never go again.
0: (laughs) Oh man, that's bizarre. That's Mm. crazy. Mm.
1: But yeah, so so like I say, I walked. I used to walk in the graveyard where I lived in Fall River, Massachusetts, for years. We used used to walk my dog in there. I actually got a picture of. My dog my my little dog Barney uh pissing on uh on Lizzie Borden's grave. He was doing it. I, I don't know why I had a camera. I don't I don't know what that was before cell phones and all that.
0: That's but, awesome. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Well, Barney's probably not around anymore, is he?
1: No, no, he passed a while back. No. Passed a little while back. Oh smart as bugger. Smartest Oh, there's a... oh, another thing, cancer the dog Mm -hmm. got cancer twice when he was two years old all the doctors wanted to kill him they said oh it's his time I said what and uh well I knew I I knew a lot about it because I used to listen to radio shows um I can't think of her name now uh but anyways um so I just I went to my naturopathic doctor I says I says, Dr. Matero, I says, you know what, Barney? they want to kill, my, they want to kill the dog and stuff. Ah, you know the cure of cancer. Just do it. What do you think they tested on, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I says, okay. So I came home within two days. He was all like a puppy all over again.
0: What'd you give him?
1: Uh, a thing called easiac tea. Um, a thing called colloidal silver. Yeah. Um, a few other things, but, and then I had to get him off of regular food diet
0: uh-huh. you know
1: and i used to end up getting uh i used to get uh just uh, uh stew meat
0: uh-huh. stew meat
1: broccoli and carrots i used to give him along with rice yeah yeah oh quinoa 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 and, and i used to give him that and he lived he lived uh 18 years he lived. wow and, and to, oh what four years after that four years after that i think it was he came down and he started looking, you know, he wasn't acting himself again. Mm -hmm. So of course I put him on the program again and sure enough, come right back again. A couple of days later, he's all like a puppy again, you know? And then, um, what happened was the last time, the reason, and I think he could have lasted many years if I just caught it ahead of time. Just that was busy on the road and everything. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I just didn't catch up to him, but then he lasted 18 years. So he was pretty good.
0: That is pretty good. I just lost my dog in January and I think that his name was Boondock and I think that it was the food that Mm -hmm. did him in, shortened his life.
1: Oh yeah. Well that's like me. I was on death's bed at the age of uh, like 28. I think it was 27, 28 And, um, and I was on death's bed and I listened to the radio and a natural naturopathic doctor was on they says oh the next free next caller gets a free appointment mm-hmm. and i i couldn't lift a gallon of water i could not even i couldn't i could i couldn't stand up straight it was something to do with my intestines or whatever and uh so i got the appointment this first off the wheat dairy and sugar i had to stop doing wheat dairy and sugar and they gave me a couple of few things to do like uh I forgot what they call it. I can't remember. I have it all written down in case Mm -hmm. something ever happened again. But um, within two days, I was hunky-dory, never a problem again. I just, right now, I can't, I just got to be careful how much, if I eat pizza or anything like that, I got to be really careful how much I can have a couple slices. But, you know, back in the day, I lived on Captain Crunch and, you know, (laughs) Captain Crunch Ho-Ho's, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, there's know. no doubt they're trying to they're trying to kill us. They're trying to poison us all.
1: Oh yeah, they want you dead. That's, yep. You know, that they that's they said. Well, that the game plan was by 2030, I mean, by 2030 they wanted to get rid of 80% of the population. Mhm. They said that years ago. Yep. Um, they are do, doing a pretty good job though.
0: They really are. Uh, what do you so I want your take on this whole school shooting thing and what's going on with that?
1: Ah, uh, that was all set up. The, the kid was, the kid was groomed to do mm-hmm. that, um, because he. I, I saw an interview with his grandfather. The grandfather said the kid didn't have a job. The kid never fired a weapon in his life. He doesn't have any money to spend thousands of dollars because they cost thousands of dollars for all the everything he had. Yeah. The, uh, what I think he had two. I forget what they call them. but even the ammo, just over thousands of dollars in ammo. And uh, so that there's something going on, just like most of them. They're all CIA stuff. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And look, look, that was happening every day, pretty much every day.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, that's like the. Oh, I don't want to say it. The SH. You no, know, the school. I I, oh, I don't want to yeah. say. It. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The one you know, Alex Jones that, has got sued over. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There you go. There you go. Oh, there you go. Know, Infowars. Awesome.
0: <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh-huh. I like your Molnar too, your your hammer. That's beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: This will, yeah. this fit nice on you. Yeah. The yeah.
0: Vice, the... <laughs> I love that kind of stuff. I've got a I've got a few. a big Drassil and I've a lot of my yeah. tattoos are Nordic.
1: Yeah, yeah. Really cool. I, don't, <laughs> I don't have any tattoos. Oh yes, I do. I have one. I have one. I got in California when I was oh my god. And I screwed up. It's like a heart with a moon on it. But just, <laughs> uh, well, because I was like so stoned. I was, I was, I was tripping on it, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> I was tripping on it, and I, I, I don't know. I got up by the most famous tattoo artist in the world is uh, Lyle Tuttle I don't know oh. if you down in San Francisco.
0: That's cool.
1: Uh, yeah. Lyle Tuttle. And geez, years later, I saw him in high times, you know. I, uh, there was a big article of high times years later. And I was like, oh man, I got my tattoo from that guy. <laughs> you know?
0: That's pretty awesome though, dude. Even, even though it's a heart with a moon on it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's moon. Oh, there it is.
0: Oh yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but it's the on the is... wrong side, but it's on the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
1: That, that was when I lived, I lived like a couple of miles from the Bohemian Grove. Oh uh, over there, yeah, and I didn't know anything about it in those days, but ah, uh, I drove by it mm-hmm. like i didn't you know, I didn't have any clue, um but yeah, if I, I wish I would have known then, um because I would have infiltrated it,, you know? <laughs> <laughs> definitely would have.
0: Did you see that big uh, to-do that's happening in Utah County with their county attorneys being accused of uh, satanic ritual abuse, um, cannibalism, murdering kids, sexual abuse? Um, the sheriff has come over. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw something about that.
0: It's, yes, yeah, such great news. And that guy, you could tell he's just a lying scumbag and evil son of a bitch, you know?
1: Yeah, they're all, oh my God, that's like this neighborhood, Oh. I swear they're all sleep worshippers around here. (laughs) I don't know.
0: They might be, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, they all got the, you know, signs, uh, you know, again, you know, oh, yeah, abortion. No, what is your pro life? Pro life? No, pro. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They got all kinds of signs everywhere. Yeah. You know, you got people, you got guys walking around here with skirts on. Oh, oh, but less than a month ago, I'm walking, I'm waiting for my girl to come out of the package store over here and, uh, Here comes this guy walking down the street. Some big fat guy with a beard, mustache, and big fat. And he's got like a baby thing, you know, on the where you put a baby on your a pouch Uh or whatever. And he's walking, and he's talking to a a stuffed bear. Whoa! I was like, okay. I'm like, what the? Oh yeah. Where do you live now? uh, Providence, Rhode Island.
0: Oh okay.
1: Belly of, yeah. <laughs> belly of the demon. Yeah. Belly dawn. of it's the demon. Belly of the
0: demon. That's a good yeah, episode name too. Belly of the <laughs> demon.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's where I live. Oh my goodness, there's no hope. But yeah. Hey, you know what I like? What? what is your boy? Your your boyfriend's name is it? John. Joe. John? Joe. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Him. He was great. And and I think it was Ashley. Yeah. Was yeah yeah they were great they were really good i I like they had a lot of cool stuff to talk about
0: cool no yeah joe he's got some great stories he's seen some shit and he's hip to what's going on too he's kind of like you very intuitive can he picks up on shit um did what do you think (coughs) about bigfoot you probably heard his bigfoot story how do you feel about that there's a, a big ass hominid walking around in the forest
1: I can't see why not.
0: Yeah, I don't see why not either. Like anything's <clears throat> really possible, especially if we live in a multiverse, right?
1: Yeah. I, I remember when we were kids we'd we'd go, go through the woods trying to find Bigfoot when we were little kids, you know? <laughs> That's we'd, awesome. we'd like spend all, yeah, all day in the Freetown Forest and stuff because that place is like that place is haunted big time supposedly. Mm-hmm. And uh Whatever I lived not too far from there at one point, and we used to go through the woods all get lost. Jeez, how many times I get lost? I'd find my way back eventually, but we'd be in the woods late at night looking for. We never saw anything. Never saw anything. You yeah, know? but uh-huh. we, yeah, we we'd look, you know.
0: That's awesome. Is yeah. there is there anything else that you want to ask me or say before we start signing off?
1: Oh uh, no, just like. I just can't believe I'm getting to talk to you because, <laughs> I, I, and the other day when you called, I was actually kind of nervous. I, and i i've be- I've dealt with movie stars and everything. I, you know, I did a lot. Kind of, kinda, I got to hang out with some be- famous people, but and I was never nervous with them. Oh, but when you called, I was like, oh, I was all <laughs> flustered
0: and I got like starstruck. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. I'm so not a star, but thank you. You're the best. <laughs> Uh, i did i did tell james um a big secret a big naked and afraid secret maybe when we stop recording i'll tell him a couple more but (laughs) i did share with him some stuff that i will never tell other people or at least Mm. not on the air (laughs) Um, (laughs) where can everybody find you james do you have a you want to send me some links to if you want any followers or if you got a website or anything you want to share.
1: I just have the band website. And then everything on Facebook. That's it. I got my art and fa on Facebook. Um, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay.
0: I'll make sure I link it in the show notes so people can follow you because you're a really interesting guy.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, everything that doesn't make money. That's what I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can relate to that, man. <laughs>
1: I just just actually uh, probably this week I'll put the song out because I just finished it I'm just not good I'm just not I'm just not sure if I'm happy with the vocals but I just did a song uh, Apocalypse cool and it's uh it's like welcome to the apocalypse don't worry lay back have another beer (laughs) no
0: I love that do you have a YouTube channel where you have some music or your band
1: well you gotta I got yeah I um geez I can't remember YouTube but I got I uh, got a band site, which is WTWBand.com.
0: Okay. It's all Wheel
1: right. The name of the band is Wheel the Wolfhound. But actually, we haven't played, in, geez, since all this stuff happened. And then in January, my drummer ended up breaking his back um, in an ice mm. storm. He was walking and oops, slipped and broke his back in his neck.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. So he's Thank goodness he's doing, he's doing really good right now.
0: Good good
1: yeah so we haven't played since all this crazy shit started happening
0: yeah I bet you're itching to get back out there well hopefully you guys get to do that again soon
1: yeah I hope so I don't I don't see because I'm figuring September they'll put the lockdown again
0: yeah I'm expecting that too they've already they mandated masks in one of the San Francisco areas again yeah I'm done. I'm done with it. That's
1: like over here when all this stuff happened because I refuse to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. You know how many stores I got kicked out of? And how many, I totally, because i would calling everybody retards and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, you know, oh, you're prejudiced. No, No, I forgot what they say. Oh, that's derogatory. I remember that. <laughs> I'm like, what? Retard? Well, then stop doing retarded things. You know, like, <laughs> you know? I won't call you that. Or, I love yeah. it. I yeah, love I got it. kicked out. Every place, every place there is, and then and then I saw the mayor one time. Oh, I went off on that guy, freaking! <laughs> I went and then oh, that was because I was telling him I forgot it was all about the shots and all that, and I'm, I'm telling him about this, and his security guards were behind him, and they they were going like, keep on, keep on. <laughs> they were like they wanted me to keep whatever telling him all this stuff, you know? It was really funny. That's awesome. Yeah, he didn't say anything to me. He just was listening, you know, because I guess that's what managers have to do—is listen whether they do anything or not. But yeah, the the two security guards back them, which is Tony. Keep talking, keep talking. (laughs) You know, (laughs) know? yeah, it's funny. I don't, I don't put up with this stuff. uh, (laughs) uh,
0: That's rad. All right, James, I'm going to, um, don't hang up yet. I'm just going to end the recording and I will link all of your information in the show notes and I'm going to stop our recording. Inward Survival School of Magic this week, we're going to talk about spirituality and the benefits of having a spiritual path or at least trying to expand one's Um, reality or outlook or perspective. So in psychology today, there was a blog called Can't Buy Happiness, right? And why be spiritual five Bennets of spirituality? They're giving definition as for spiritualism as a search for something sacred. And the realm of spirituality is usually achieved through religion, meditation, yoga, or even personal reflection. Shoot, right, sitting down and writing in your journal could be a form of spirituality. Um, a lot of people pr- um, practice witchcraft or magic. That That is definitely a part of my spirituality. And maybe one of these days in Word Survival School of Magic, we'll talk a little bit more about magic. But today, we're going to talk about how what are the benefits of being spiritual in this particular research study this psychologist found five things that spiritual people have that other people typically do not have so these are those things with a brief synopsis the first one is spiritual people are gracious Psychology has demonstrated that expressing gratitude is associated with many positive emotions such as optimism, being generous with time and resources, and overall vitality. Spirituality encourages people to be positive, which may be expressed in many of these particular life practices. Spiritual people are compassionate usually. Compassion correlates very strongly with living a spiritual life. A variety of positive or pro-social emotions have strong links to spiritualism, including allowing one to feel good about the things in life and look at the world through empathetic eyes. Spiritual people often flourish. It's linked to many important aspects of human functioning. Usually these people have positive relationships, high self-esteem, and have a lot of optimism. And they, they recognize that life holds meaning and purpose. Spiritual people self-actualize. They strive towards a better life and consider personal growth and fulfillment of a central goal. It can't be considered a path towards self-actualization, actually, because it requires people to focus on their internal values and work on becoming a better person. Spiritual people take time to savor life experiences. Individuals who value spirituality take the time to reflect on their daily activities and try to build lasting memories of experiences. They're usually more conscious of small daily activities and they will often experience positive emotions associated with the smaller pleasures in life. Now the five health benefits of spirituality are one, understand that we are not the body. We are something much greater. Two, live without fear. We don't have to be in a fear mindset all the time. Three, being able to go beyond ego four, you feel more powerful and five it's liberating all of these things are good for our body and for our mind and ultimately for our soul there's a correlation between spirituality and happiness and so of course we're going to move towards increasing our spirituality because we all want to be happy right there are five ways to increase your spirituality. You want to know how to strengthen it? This is what you do. Spend five minutes at the end of each day writing down what you are grateful for. That, here's that gratitude list. Gratitude amplifies the positive things, people, and experiences in your life and reminds you that you are, in fact, blessed. Find a community of people that supports you in your endeavors. Be it church, um, a yoga studio, a gym. Elevate your vibration by being around people who lift you up, not tear you down. Meditate daily. When you inhale, invite your greater source into your life. As you exhale, offer your loving kindness out to all beings everywhere. Talk to strangers. Smile at people, especially if they smile at you. Smile back. Be willing to engage in conversation with people that you might otherwise pass by. Making connections with others reminds you that you aren't alone. Everyone has hardships and blessings in their lives. And then last, volunteer your time for someone who is less well-off than you are. Making a difference in someone else's life increases your sense of purpose and meaning on this planet. In addition to providing a healthy dose of perspective when your world feels small. None of this whiny bullshit that you feel sorry for yourself, things aren't the way they're supposed to be, keep rooming over the past, stop it. Look towards a brighter future and be grateful for what you have. And if you want more, work towards getting more. Visualize having more. Visualize being more. That's, it takes work. It doesn't just come naturally. Our stoic thought of the week goes to Immanuel Kant. He said, He who is cruel to animals becomes hard also in his dealings with men. We can judge the heart of a man by his treatment of animals. Man must be disciplined, for he is by nature raw and wild. And seek not the favor of the multitude, it is seldom got by honest and lawful means. But seek the testimony of few, and number not voices, but weigh them. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for joining us.